planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Yellow Dobby. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Hey, Jason, what's up, man? Hello, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, good, Duke. It's definitely awesome to have you on the show. Wicked. Well, yeah, it's awesome to be there. To be, you know, to be speaking to you, mate. To be fair. Like, I've done a, I did a couple of uh, Australian phones yesterday, and uh, they're my first. Best ever Australian phone, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's, that's rad. Well, uh, man, the album is uh, it's killer. I really dig uh, Earthbound, and uh, what a way to kick off, man. The Eternal just it packs a punch from the word go. That track is just amazing, man. Is that is that the uh, starting off point when you were writing? Uh, no, no, we didn't actually. I think one of the I can't remember the first track that we, we wrote, but one of the first ones was The Burden, I think. And uh, in Cemetery, that was, a, that was an early one. No, we we kind of felt, though, with The Eternal, the way it just kind of jammed, like it started how a lot of our favourite records started when we were like 16, you know? So we were like, well, this is, you know, the, the beginning of this song, how we wrote it is how we... Maybe subconsciously we wrote it with the beginning in mind, you know? But I think we just wanted a song that encapsulated a lot of stuff we listened to back in the day, like It Dies Today and stuff. And we were like, yeah, that's, that's, that encapsulates that. So let's put it at the start. It just, um, that's the best thing about this record, man. A lot of it, it's not really purposeful. You know, we didn't mm. purposely do a lot of stuff. It was it was kind of like, let's just write this song because we want this type of song. Let's write this song because we want this type of song on the record. And then, and then boom, we had, we had an order. It was actually really easy to put them in order, which I didn't think it would be, so... Always wondered about that, how bands sort of come up with uh, how they arrange the tracks and stuff like that. It's it's not as easy as what people yeah. think, I think. No, no, definitely not. I think for us, it's it's, it's the last thing we do and we almost put it off. Uh, if I'm honest with you, it's normally myself that gets the, the line-up and it's a case of it, does everybody agree? And then a few people will be like, oh, well, I kind of saw this song being... Because a lot of people won't have an opinion about that track listing until you show them. So it's a case of like, look, I've done this track listing. And then they're like, oh, I kind of saw that song at the end of the album. And I kind of saw that song at the beginning. So, it's, um, yeah. But saying that, once you have an opener and you have an ending song and you have, say, you put your single, like, second or third. Uh, when You, you know, we, we had 10 tracks. So that like seven down so it was a case of I mean three down so it was a case of just having seven left to go um, and they, as I say they, they all slotted in quite easily so. it's got a really good flow the album has a really really good flow from start to finish it's good and the production as well is just stunning It's it sounds massive oh, that's awesome dude well I mean our our engineer we went with um, a guy called Mike Curtis uh, close to us he's a friend of ours we did our last record with him and uh, I don't think a lot of people would think that we went with the same person for both records but I think that that's almost almost commends how much he's improved you know we, he's improved as much as we've all improved at what he does and I think that does show on this record like 
he's got better at recording bands and we've got better at being a band. So it was just kind of, it was just one of those. Oh, totally, man. Like I, uh, I, I think between uh, it, Runes, wasn't it? The previous one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Runes and this one, you can definitely, it's a, like the, the production wasn't bad, um, but it's just definitely, it's it's definitely sounds uh, a lot bigger on this one too. So yeah, congrats to that dude too. So it's Thank a, you, man. Thank yeah, you. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a really good evolution of the band as well. And the songwriting's solid too, uh, you know. It's it must it must it's what ten years now you guys been doing this. Yeah, I mean, well, I ten years the band started ten years ago with our drummer Jacko and his friends when they were in college, and then I joined eight years ago. So we've been taught we've been touring professionally for eight years, really. I mean, we've been a band for ten, but you know, Barry Tamara has been a band. But since I joined eight years ago, since then, like, we did a we wrote any well, we recorded an EP, and then and then just started playing shows as much as we could since then. So. So yeah, it's been it's been about eight years of just trying, you know, uh, you know, trying to to be our be an own band. I think when Jack and I started it, we were doing covers. So, so you, you're not classing it as a ten year sort of celebration this year, sort of. Well, no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Probably speaking to the wrong member because I think other other guys will. <laughs> other, <laughs> other members will say it's about ten years. But for me, for me, it's just it's eight years because yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a year for me, but it's still a long bloody time, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, man. Time. <laughs> it is, it, you know, in in the lifestyle, in the life uh, span of bands these days, that is a long time, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. to to be out touring and growing as a as individuals as well within that, it's it must be amazing, man. Eight years is, alone is a long time. It, I, I think. Um... I definitely made it unique, dude. Like doing doing this and then uh, doing what I've done for the past eight years. I mean, I'm 27. And since I was 18, I haven't had a life that's like most people, you know, like most of my friends and stuff. So it is unique, and there's positives and negatives to everything, as you know, as everyone knows. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it is amazing, and I wouldn't change it for the world. It's uh, it's what I love to do. Um, and, and yeah, man, it is cool. Like I, I love I love touring. I love playing shows. Um, and especially when you get to a point, you know, we're on our fourth record and we release every record I like to think has gone down well. And, mm. you know, but I think with this one, I think with every record, everyone's always like, this band can go somewhere, this band can go somewhere. It's kind of good to feel like now we've released a band. People seem to think maybe we're there or, or just about nearly there. So, um, but yeah, it's cool, man. Hopefully this record can just, just give me another, <laughs> another eight, ten years. I think it will, dude. Uh, I think it, I think it will, and it's it's going to be definitely interesting to hear what comes next from you guys. You know, it's it's uh, exciting times. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll carry on doing what we do. I think we'll because our what we've always what we've always tried to do is just become better. You know, be better musicians. Uh, myself, I just want to be a better singer, a better guitarist. Same with all of us. We all just want to be better at what we do, and I think. I'm not saying that we were we were rubbish, but we weren't anywhere near that at the beginning. And I don't think we're there yet. I still feel we can get better. I still think we can get better at songwriting, get better at playing each other's, you know, get playing better, better at playing each of our instruments. And I think I think that's why that's why I'm excited to be in this band because I look around and I think we we we're really good at doing what we can do and nothing more. You know, we just think, well, look, this is what we can do. Let's just be really good at it. And 
let's not try and try hard or try to less. Let's just do that. We've always done that with every record. We think, right, this is where we're at. This is how good we are. Let's do the best we can with that in mind. We've always done that. And I just think if we all, if we carry on doing that, we do the same thing for every record, whether that's five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. You know, I think, I think people will always get the, the same general beat, you know, Bury Tomorrow vibe from our records, which is, which is important. I think like I'm a big Incubus fan and, uh, I mean, they've changed so much throughout their records, but now I think they're on like number eight or something now, but they are still the same band to me. They've still got the same vibe. They still, you know, and I think that's important to keep. Definitely, man. Definitely. And like bands have to evolve, you know, you can't expect them to make the same record over and over again. I mean, I think it's unfair to expect a band to do that, you know, unless they're going to, you know, go and make Lulu. (laughs) <laughs> but that's well, I, think, all... I think you know it's about yeah 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 for sure I agree with that I think I think it's about uh, I think it's about just keeping true to your sound you know like we started this band because we love melodic metal like that's and we started this band because we we started this band because we we, we felt that there was a lot of good melodic metal out there but we felt that when we were 18, 17 we were at the start of something you know we were listening to bands you know, like Parkway Drive and Killing With Smile, we were killing, um, listening to bands like Adelaide Dying with Shadows of Security, and we were like, this is this is the type of music, we, you know, that's just the generation we were from, that, that whole, like, melodic metal. It's, like, super heavy, but then there's so much melody, whether that's with singing or just lead guitar, like, you know, it's just so much melody in there. And that's, I think we're so built around that that I think we'll never change our sound, really. As I say, we'll just get better at doing what what we do and I, I like to think what we do is a, is a little bit unique hopefully <laughs> i mean it is still metal i just it's still metalcore but i just think the way we do it is just it's just like every person's unique like everyone's got their own way of living life and we just got our own way of being a band it's the, the very tomorrow side of melodic metal and hopefully hopefully we never lose that you know that's right man i think you know it sounds like you guys are just you know doing your own thing and staying true to yourselves and uh, the people will dig it. You know, that's that people yeah, love when it's honest. Yeah. So that's, that's what's well, important. That's the thing. We, never, we, didn't, we never released like our first record and our second record. And we never had a lot of people say like, Oh, you need to change this. You need to do this. You need to do this. We, we did that to ourselves. We were like, we need to get better. Like any comment anyone made, any critic or any review I read that was bad. It was, it had a point, but then uh, I knew that we were as good as we were and we were just trying the best we could to do the music that we love to do. And that always kind of came down to that. And I just think every record we, we, we move on to, we just, we make sure that we're better at what we do so we can answer, you know, it's never a case of people like, oh, you're really bad at doing this. You shouldn't do it anymore. You know, it's a case of, oh, maybe there could be a bit better here. And we know that more than anyone. I think Mm. as a band, we know our faults probably more than any magazine and any reviewer because we, we all know ourselves, we know how good we are, you know. We, we we never expected our EP and our first record to get us to where where we got to, I don't think. Just, you know, we were like, oh, well, we still feel like we've got a hell of a lot to learn. So, But, but it did well, and it, it put us in places that we could take opportunities, and I think we tried to take as many as those in the past eight to ten years, and, and, and we got to the fourth record, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's going to be more on the way by the sounds of it, man. Well, uh, the album actually uh, also features Jamie Juster from uh, 
hate breed as well on the track 301. That's that's yeah. mad. How did that come about? Uh, well, basically, it is crazy. It still blows my mind. Um, I think it was about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer, Dan uh, got invited on to Jamie's podcast um, for MTV. Mm. He does like a podcast thing, and he just talks to, talks to the front man about state of the scene and, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, he, he invited Dan. I think he followed him on Twitter, and they had a conversation about something, um, I don't know, political probably. And uh, they got on, and, and Jamie invited him on. Dan was really, really stoked about it and uh, had an interview with him. And then I think I think in that email, Jamie was like, oh, I dig the band, dig what you do. Like, you know, I'm, I'm listening to what you're, what you're thinking about. It's cool. And so Dan always had him in mind. We'd, we'd never done guest vocals before. Never done it. So we were always a little bit, personally, I was always a bit like, ah, let's, let's not go down that route. But he came to Dawson when we were writing a, a certain song. It just kind of started out as like quite a thrashy tune. And then he was like, you know, let's let's write a part for, for Jamie. And then let's just see if, if he'll do it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he does, he does. So we literally wrote a part that we thought was as hate breed as possible. As hate breed as Barry tomorrow could go. And then... Um, and then we sent it across to him, and he literally, within like 20 minutes to 40 minutes, he, just, he sent back a version of what he wanted to do over it. And we were like, dude, that's, that's solid, man. Thanks so much. <laughs> so it was really, it wasn't forced. It wasn't like he, we had to pay him loads of money or plead with him to be on the record. Or it wasn't, it wasn't even, I keep forgetting that, that Hate Breed are now on our label, Nuclear Blast. I keep forgetting that because it wasn't even a label thing. It was just, yeah, it was just, we asked him, he said yes, and, and boom, it was there. Well, for him to come back that quick as well, and he didn't have to chase him up or anything, like, yeah. that's unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's yeah. like... Unreal, man. I can, only, I can only think he's just sat on his phone really bored, and then he gets that email from us, and he's got, like, a microphone in his front room, like, waiting to go, you know? <laughs> like, oh, man. He can record at any point. <laughs> that's awesome. Man, that's, that's, that's what you want. I guess to be creative, if you've always, you know, as a vocalist, you know, you to have that there so you can go and do your demos or whatever like that's that'd be pretty handy to have your own little studio yeah yeah most definitely i think if you if you were jamie jasper it's probably a good idea to do like anyone else you'd be like dude that's that's really weird but jamie jasper i mean <laughs> <laughs> well man as a vocalist uh yourself like man you've got such a great voice uh you know being on the road for so long you know, how do you take care of it? What's what's your own secret? Because uh, everyone's got their own sort of um, remedies and yeah, I use, I learned I learned pretty quickly that we because I think we used to do a lot of a lot of local shows, obviously traveling around the country, but it was never night after night after night. I always had a rest, and I think I um, in the early days I definitely lived off that a little bit. And I think when we went to the states in two thousand and oh, I can't even remember what it was now. I was I think it was 2010 or something, and um, we did a three week, three and a half week tour, and I was I think I was like four days off, and I did struggle. I just I, I, I got through it just, but it was just it was a struggle. And I think the, the more and more we've gone on, the more pressure I've put on myself to be as good live as I am on CD. You know, that's the one thing I hate about this type of music. Too. Like, I love metal music. I've loved it since I was, 50, you know, 13, 14 years old, but. And I love singing. I love a good singing. I love good singers. Like, I, you know, I love other genres purely for that reason, to be honest. And it's always bummed me out with metal that doesn't seem to, 
the metal community seems to be okay with bad singers, if that makes sense, you know? So like, it's like, oh, that's okay, because it's heavy music, so they don't have to be, they don't have to push themselves to be the best they can be, you know? Mm. But that kind of always annoyed me, so I, was, when I joined the metal band, I, I was just like, well, I'm going to try and be the best I can be, so it's a case of the early tours, it was tough, and then I was like, well, just get better, and I, I'd start warm-up um, routines and try different things like that, and whilst also learning my voice, you know, you don't really, I remember when I first uh, recorded on the EP for the band, my brother was like, well, what do you sound like? <laughs> I've only ever sung, sung along to stuff. So I think for the first two, three, four, maybe even five years of the band, I was just finding my voice, finding what I sounded like. And I think this record definitely sounds more like how I'd want myself to sound, if that makes sense, you know, than any other. So, yeah, I think, it wasn't easy, basically, man, is the answer. It wasn't easy. It's taken a long time for me and both stand to learn how to use our voices night after night. It's not It's not easy. You've just got to... I don't think any singer can do that easily. I think you've just got to uh, put a lot of effort in um, and be sensible with it, you know? Like, we don't... I don't go... I don't drink on tour um, because it's just... It just... It just goes against what I'm doing, you know? It's kind of... almost seems completely stupid to drink when you're using your voice you know so uh but yeah i don't drink um yeah i just try and keep myself and if i do feel a bit of a niggle then i just drink a lot of tea and just keep quiet you know yeah that's what a lot, a lot of vocalists find hard just to not talk i think <laughs> the, the old uh melissa was it melissa cross zeta screaming yeah yeah, yeah. keep keep yeah, quiet man, I, yeah that, that, <laughs> i mean i I've never, I've never really, uh, I've never had lessons or anything. I've never gone down that route. I'll, I've always been quite worried about almost forgetting what I've taught myself because I think, mm. it's, you know, you teach yourself your own way of doing things and I don't want to do it by the book because I think the way I do things almost makes me sound the way I do. But, um, but yeah, I do a, it's about like a 25-minute warm-up before every show. Um, it, it's nothing crazy. It just, it just, it just warms me up, and then I normally just sing, have a sing to a couple of tunes, and then, and then yeah. But so far, that's done me okay. Touch wood. <laughs> well, man, whatever you're doing, it's working. Because, uh, dude, yeah, the the melodics are just so strong, dude. It's uh, it, thank you. Very much. It's yeah, yeah. It's it sound really, really good. That's the one thing that I really dig. Uh, about the album as well is uh, your voice so keep doing what you're doing brother because it, it kicks ass thank you man we do <laughs> well uh you last toured here back in uh 2014 i believe that was with uh in hearts wake and ghost inside and uh prom queen uh, have you guys got plans to yeah, come back down here we do man we do well i think we've, we were um australia our, our agent in the uk who represents us uh worldwide he uh he's australian I'm always saying to him, dude, we need to, I love your country, we need to go back. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we will this year, man. The plan is with our family to definitely get back. It's just about the right tour popping up at, um, at the right time. I'd like to think we'd get there at the end of this year, somewhere up, sometime after August. Um, yeah, between August and December. So hopefully the right tour, tour pops up, you know, hopefully the right band listens to the record and digs it and, and we can go out with them. Now, obviously, we, we go out with Park Rainey on the 12th, so literally next week. So, um, so, uh, so hopefully they they watch us maybe one night and ch- check it out, and dig it, and maybe you know it'd be amazing to come out with those guys. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a great tour, man. That one, that that uh, I think it was the Rise of Brutality tour. It was called. That was it. It was a great tour. It was, 
yeah, it was a real, it was a real uh, eye-opener for us. We, we, we were really lucky to do a regional tour in Australia, like the first tour we did. You know, we never got the opportunity to play Soundwave or anything like that. So it was, um, and I think the grant, you always think that's what you want to do. And then we came over and did a, a four-week run of regional cities, um, and it was amazing. I don't think I'd, I think if I came over and did like four or five shows, I'd be bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Well, I definitely hope you guys can uh, make it back down here soon because uh, it'll be good to see you guys again, especially with this new album and the new yeah, tracks. And, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a really big year for you guys. So uh, we're going to go to the track, uh, Cemetery, my favourite track off the album, Cemetery, uh, from Earthbound. And uh, thanks for hanging with us tonight, man. And I hope 2016 continues to kick ass for you guys. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a pleasure, man. I hope it does too. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully so. Hopefully, hopefully everyone feels the same way as you do and, and, and it goes down well. Cause it, it just is, you know, it's the best It's the best we are right now. Hopefully we'll get better. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a big journey. Anyone can jump on at any point. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, enjoy the rest of yeah. your day. We'll do, my friend. You too. Speak soon. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, So whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 